oh shit, the sitter just called or my kid just had a shit explosion up his back. Do you know what I mean? Like if they're going to do parenting, do, I don't know, do, do I parenting that? honestly. Who's going to watch that? <laughs> I mean like... Well, their mothers. Mothers. Me being like, that's relatable now, yeah. I do that sometimes when I'm camping at Body and Soul. Hello and welcome to Girls With Goals. I'm Neve Marr and I am delighted to welcome my guest to studio today. It is a Herfest extravaganza with writer and presenter of our Love Island show, I've Got a Text, and he's Curtin is with us, as well as our beauty editor, Rebecca O'Keefe. Ladies, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, it's been a little minute. I actually... Um, didn't have you on because the last time you were both on, you slagged the shit out of me for a very long time. We rolled yeah. solo that time. About, no, yeah, about me saying, to. I've been Neve Marr. Yeah. I've been Neve Marr. But see, the problem is that some of your guests are just too timid in terms of like digging into you, yeah. but we have no problem with doing that. Yeah. So, we see so, you every day, so yeah. we know exactly what to slag you about. Yeah. Well, I was I was very you. obsessed. Like I knew while I was saying it. That I it was, was going to be. I was never yeah. going to live it down. No. And I haven't. Um, so with that said, six words or less. Go. You know the drill. Fuck. I did not <laughs> I didn't think we had to do that. I actually exactly. did so six back. words or less. Do any of your other guests tell you that? I no. hate it because I can't talk about myself in six words or less. I'm just, <laughs> I've got too many things to say. Yeah, I didn't tell you about it because you've both been on the show so many times. You know how, you know what it is. You know the drill. And to be honest okay, with you, I, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so six words or less. Why don't we not do it? Like everybody knows who you are. Everybody yeah. knows what you're about. So why don't we just do... Oh, I have. Six. Oh, do you? Okay, oh, so fast. six words or less of, of the last week or something. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Back. Currently dying of hay fever. Help. Okay. So it, did, please excuse the sneezing. You did sneeze three times. Just in, before In this. a row, right yeah. before we went on air. So I'll be disappointed if you don't sneeze during the show. Oh, that's a likelihood I will. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Denise was literally just thinking about six I was words literally, there. But you know what happens to me so often on the show, I do five words without thinking. And it's six words six or less. Six is so hard. It's oh, or less. Or less. So you can just. You say, could do two. Six words or less. You could say one word. Okay. Need a coffee and a facial. Oh. Yeah. I'm at that point in my life now. My skin's feeling a bit weird. My coffee levels are low, so I kind of need a zhuzh. Yeah. A zhuzh. Mm. You were at Body and Soul last week. I was. Were you? So you still were recovering you? from it. I have a wee bit of a tan now. <laughs> Yeah, it was a warm shoulder. Uh, the wristband's still intact. This will be being cut off very shortly. I promise you, I'm not a germy person. But it was good. It was fantastic. It yeah, fun. it was tray wild. It was very, very wild. <laughs> it took me Monday and Tuesday of last week to recover because I mm. um, had to take those sweet days off yeah. um, to lie in bed in my coffin and just, you know, rehabilitate myself. But I am back yeah. and I'm feeling fresh. Great. Coffee level's still low. Facial needs to happen. But overall... The health is good. I liked your coverage of Body and Soul because I was away for that weekend, but I go to it normally every year. But I normally go down, drive, and then drive back. I'm not a big camper at Body and Soul. Yeah. But you were, like, right there in it. In the trenches. In, in the, the trenches. Like, in the tre it, did yeah. it did remind me, when I was looking at your footage, like, a lot of people were, like, hugging. The tents were really close together. And it did remind me a little bit of back in the day when I used Woodstock. to go to That's Oxygen. That's what you went to. Yeah. In the 70s. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I went to Oxygen as well. It was chronic. I will be at Glastonbury when this is out. So I'm going to be in the trenches as well. Yes. In a tent. But um, community building, I would imagine. Yeah, no, there was about like <laughs> 30 of us that went together. And my friends are very wild. Like, mm -hmm. I know people are like, oh, I've got party friends. But my friends are 
worryingly insane. <laughs> so when you go with them, you you know that the weekend ahead of you is just going to be intense. You're taking mm. your life in your You're hands. You're taking your like, life yeah. in your hands, but it is it is a weekend that I absolutely enjoy. Body, Body and Soul is a fantastic festival if no one has been before. It's a lot smaller than Electric Picnic, yeah. but it's got such a community vibe to it and everyone is so, so lovely. Can it's I just ask you a question a lovely about festival. it? Yes. I feel like the lineup were literally made up names. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so the music element of like Body I couldn't, and Soul. I literally, for one, I couldn't pronounce any of them. Mm. And two, I feel like they're all like DJs that work in like their basement. Yeah, I don't no, know if they're like, I don't know. The thing about Body and Soul, thankfully, is it doesn't have any... Now, this, I'm going to sound like an old woman when I say this. I have literally just turned 25. But the thing about Body and Soul is that it doesn't attract big names that attract young people. Okay, mm. so you're not going you to have me. like Rihanna You're not going to have Billie Eilish because you're going to have the Longitude Gang there. Yeah. You have like... Alt names that even I don't know myself. Wyvern Lingo. Yeah, but the thing is that they play... Um, what even is that? <laughs> an amazing band. They've been on Girls of Girls. Yeah, they're very, very good. Mm. But they play like like the Hennessy stage, which is one of the stages, is all DJs that play all the music that we know. Like the DJ names you might not ah. know, but all the music is tracks. Like it's mm. everything that we listen to. And of course, Mother was there as well. And they play just all smash hits like from the 90s, early noughties. So it's just... Just an a amazing good time. festival, yeah. A good time. It's all names you don't know, but it's all music you've heard numerous times. Okay. So yeah, I'm with you. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, festivals and holiday season in general later on because it is that time of the year. We've mm -hmm. just had an amazing weekend in terms of weather. Finally, things are starting to pick up. Um, but first off, I want to talk about our new show. It's called I've Got a Text. Denise is our lovely host. We put it out every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And of course, it's all about Love Island. What else? You can get it on Spotify and iTunes and SoundCloud. So how's it going so far? Absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's going really, really well. Um, the listens are just phenomenal. Like we couldn't have expected to have so many people tuned in. So it's great because I know watching Love Island can be quite a commitment and mm. then listening to the show as well can be another commitment. But the great thing about the show is that if you miss an episode, you can recap and just get like our analysis of like everything that's going on. And of course we pull tweets too. So we have like, like the people's opinion as well as our own. And yeah, it's great. And they're 20 minute episodes. So they're fabulous bite-sized chunks. They're perfect for the commute. They're perfect for the commute. And the thing that I really like about the show, um, not only because we make it here. Because we make it. Because we make it. Um, like, subscribe. Yeah, but I do like that it's on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday because like you said, you know, Love Island, I think, does go up and down yeah. in terms of lulls and genuinely and even hardcore fans of the show say, and it's usually a Tuesday and it's usually a Thursday, that like not a lot happen. Mm. So with this show, yeah, you know, I think every day would be a snore fest. Yeah, yeah. well, you that's it. And you, know? you, you yeah. get that kind of pickup of two shows with every episode that we're releasing. And I love that people, like, when they're rolling into the office, they're just like, just listen to it there. It's like yeah. the perfect size for a bus podcast. It is, yeah. it is. Because sometimes with podcasts that are, like, an hour and a half to two hours long, it's quite a commitment. Mm. You have to be really, like, involved in it and listening and concentrated. But the great thing about the 20-minute episode is just that it's quick and it just recaps yeah. the two hours of Love Island that you might have missed or that you would have watched and you just want to hear, like, our analysis on it. So it's great like that. And also when you're saying, like, the fact that Love Island has dips, it kind of needs the dips in a way because if every episode was intense as each other, you'd be, you'd be a bit knocked out yeah. from it, you know? Yeah. So the lulls kind of help you to like 
build new opinions on people until something else dramatic happens. Absolutely, so. and that's why our show is incredibly entertaining as well. Exactly. Um, what do you think the overall response has been to this season of Love Island? And Beck, I'm going to come to you in a moment to ask for your in-depth analysis of the show. Um, but Expert Denise, yeah, sticking with you first, what do you think the general consensus of this bunch of people I'll, I'll give you like my kind of reading okay. first, right? So I always find Love Island interesting because when you're going into a new season, I'm like, I will never connect, connect. with these people the same way that I connected with last year's. Yeah. And in like the first day, I'm just like, what are these people's names? They're, it's all a ridiculous. It's like starting a new job. It's like starting a new job. And just like, this will never catch on for me. <laughs> and then instantly it does. So I had a disconnect at the very beginning just because it wasn't last year's Love mm -hmm. Island. But now I am fully invested. Do you think people have taken to it this year as much as they have in previous years? They have. It's been quite slow because like you were saying, when when you love a show, right, when the cast changes, it's like switching show. Yeah. You know, like you, ha you have the same surroundings and there's a lot of familiarities, but like when the whole cast changes, you're like, but I love Georgia Steele and Danny was my favourite. And then all of a sudden, it's you know, you have dynamic. your new Danny and you mm. have your new Georgia and it does take time to get to know them. And a lot of people do judge the show at the beginning, like we're only going into week four and people do judge the show at the beginning because they're like, these people aren't as fight catty and these people don't have the same oomph. But a lot of the characters that we did love in, you know, previous series came in quite late. Yeah. People forget that. But I think we are quite on track. People were giving out at the beginning of the show that there wasn't enough drama, but we're certainly seeing the drama pick up now. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I think I think the show is doing very, very well. And then Casa Moore is this week, so, you know, yeah. it's going to be a lot of drama. Absolutely. Rebecca, what do you think of Love Island? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I ride for her, Donnie, so I love it. Um, I mean, come on. This I've, is... never, I've never watched an episode of Love Island. Okay, so Neve you... tasked me last night yes. with watching an episode and I opened the computer and I was like, I can't do it. And I flicked on uh, Downton Abbey. That's just who I am as a person. Okay, so you're one however, of the few. You're one of the yeah. few who doesn't watch however, it. That's okay. that's however, okay. I still actually engage in conversation at the desk and I think I have a pretty good idea of what's happening despite having never laid eyes on the show. Okay, so why don't you watch it? I don't like reality TV. Right. It, I never have. And that's not me being like a snob. I watch other crap. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just not my thing. I couldn't commit to watching a show that frequently. The fact that it's on. Every single night. No. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's I've come intense. so far now, I'm like, I don't think I'd get it. Yeah, yeah but it's not like Breaking Bad. Do you know what I mean? It's like you super can, easy watching. You can, you can yeah, pick up on it. But I think, it. I don't know, it's just not my, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, and you know what? That's that's something that I've kind of found. People mm. are either very committed to it and yeah. watch it religiously or they literally don't watch it. Yeah. I don't think that you can be uh, a sometime yeah. watcher of the show. However, I do think that there are a lot of people who are like, on their high horse about not watching it because it like dumbs you down. I think that's horseshit. I think yeah. that's bullshit. I mean, it's a super successful show. You can't claim that it's for morons. I mean, most intelligent people I know watch Love Island. Absolutely. So I don't have that element of like, I am superior to everyone because I don't watch that tribe. What do you think that uh, that narrative is? Like, I, I don't understand where that comes from because yeah. like, honestly, whenever anybody does that whole on their high horse, like TV snobbery yeah. type thing, for me, like my job is so intense and I'm like, my brain is constantly working. Yeah. Sometimes I like watching things that doesn't necessarily need a calculator. Do you know what yeah, I mean? No, yeah. completely. Not that you would need a calculator for a lot of things. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I, I, know, I yeah. hate that. You're not under the impression, right, that Love Island is going to be like this like award-winning intelligent series, right? Yeah. But it's great 
fucking TV. Yeah, yeah I think. I don't. <laughs> I mean, it must be. The everyone, you know, that watch Love Island. Don't think they're watching the fucking six one news. You yeah. know, they understand that what they're watching is just people in a house catfighting yeah, and it's like Big Brother, breaking with, up mm, and getting with sex. each other and things like that. And like people do like to class it in the same like genre as like. Geordie Shore and stuff like that where they're like vomiting yeah. and shitting themselves they're but like really, are they? they're not you know it's not that they intense don't do that, no. but at the same time it's easy watching and when we leave work and we've been like looking at intense news and intense entertainment you know mm. all those kind of things it is nice to sit down and watch something that's just like blasé yeah. you know and my friend Neve like, calls it not you Neve yeah. Neve calls it chewing them for the eyes yeah yeah I get because that because it's kind of like a you know you're just kind of mindlessly you know the thing that I think as well is really interesting about the show in terms of like a case study for society is that the amount of lads that I'm talking to who are watching it this oh, yeah. year is, I mean, they watch it every year, but it's astronomical yeah. this year. And the reason is like, you can call it shit TV if you want. You can say that like it's highly produced, which it is, like we know that. Yeah. But at the same time, everything, even though it's, very sped up. I think everybody relates to the emotions that people feel yeah. on the show in terms of micro relationships. So yeah. like everybody's been rejected, everybody's been hurt, everybody's had a crush, everybody's had butterflies when they like someone, everyone's had a first kiss. Most people it's, have been, what did, did, okay, correct me if I'm wrong now, Danny was really mean to Maura. Danny. I mean, most people have had that. Yeah, too. absolutely. Most, so, most men are fuckers. Well, as no. She'd say. Well, well, this. Oh, sorry. Um, Tom. Tom. My mistake. Yeah. So, like that thing. That was that was a huge thing, and that actually started a much bigger conversation about did, yeah. about the way that men, you talk know, to women. talk to women yeah. in general, and also about the way that women express themselves sexually and their right to do that. Yeah. So I think that if anybody ever says, you know, like, no, I don't watch that shit, then it's actually more of a reflection on you because everybody goes through these realms of emotions in any kind of relationship that they're in. Fair, I think they need to show a little bit more diversity on the show in terms of body size. All very thin. And but in terms thing, of things like that. But The thing is, is no show is perfect. You know, yeah. and no show is going to have every single element that you'll ever want. Like, people are going to nitpick at everything, but, like, it is the relatability that makes Love Island great because... Relatable. That's the word. Why didn't I say exactly, that? Exactly. But, like, you don't watch any other relationship in such depth as you might, yeah. like, your parents, maybe. Mm. That's probably the only relationship that you get to, like watch the way you get to watch Love Island but the great thing about it is you're watching people your your own age yeah. and you're realising that all the emotions that you feel everyone goes through them like you were saying you know like when you feel like someone is really pissing you off like yes she feels it too like I'm not mm. the only one so you're kind of like realizing like like how similar you can be to other people and it's qu it's actually kind of refreshing in that sense because yeah. um, like I think as well the best way to watch Love Island and the way most people watch it is like in a community setting so with your friends and stuff like that because you get to have all the different opinions and mm. everyone jumps in at stuff that they're like oh my god Lucy is such a melt and then you'd have another friend being like I kind of like Lucy yeah. so you get to see these different dynamics as well which I think makes Love Island so good absolutely 100% and um, they're not my age they're your age Denise yeah. so um they're not even my age yeah. One no, or two of them might be. They're, they're yeah. 20 to 28. Yeah, they're 20 okay, to the, 28. The yeah. upper echelon. Um, <laughs> so, yes, just do. Like, that even, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to Love Island. And I've got a text that's going to be running right through until the end. Um, and I, I can't wait to for? see. There's another, It's we're halfway through. Eight weeks. Yeah, so we're we're almost halfway through now. So this is when things are going to really start heating up. They're just going to start flinging people yeah. in and chucking people out. And Casa Amor is, is the kind of alternative villa. And I think that they're was 
explain to me. Yeah, you. they're going to really spice it up this year as well. Um, so speaking of reality TV, I want to switch from people who are Denise's age to people who are my age, and that is the new Hills show. So Hills, new beginnings. Uh, it's been 10 years since the show in my opinion, which was the pinnacle and the absolute benchmark of reality TV, has yeah. been on TV. Um, so it's back. It is back. And I am shooketh. Rebecca, Hills, don't tell beginnings. me you haven't watched The Hills. Don't tell me you haven't watched The Hills. I haven't watched The Hills. Like, do you mean the new series now, or you haven't watched I know who they it? all are from, like, general... Them being personalities. We could actually just put her over there, like, if yeah. you wanted to just sit over yeah. there for a while. Bye. Um, again, wasn't my thing. Well, I have to say, The Hills for me, when I was growing up, I'm the same age as them. So, like, they're 32 now, 31. So when they were starting off, yeah, I know, intake of breath. So when they were starting off in The Hills, uh, like, I was the same age as Lauren. That's kind of fun. They were 21, 22, and they were starting off their career. I was the same. I was starting off my career. Cameras weren't following me around. But, like, it really was, at the time, when it really started in, like, 2005, 2006, um, it was so real. Like, yeah, Lauren yeah. Conrad, who came from Laguna Beach um, and that reality show as well, which was very much the beginning of it. Like they were in secondary school, like they were in high school. Um, but from there to the hills, like she was ironing her skirt with a GHD before going to an interview. Like it was, it was real. They were yeah, living yeah. out of suitcases, her and Heidi, and you could really see them. They were proper interns. Mm. Yeah. And so then we saw them obviously become famous as the show progressed and everything kind of changed. And then it ended and now it's back and a lot of the same faces. I was just going to say, are, are they all going back? Are back with it? Yeah, no, Denise, you can tell us a bit about who's there now. Unfortunately, we don't have Lauren Conrad. She didn't come that's back. Fair. She's, better. she's kind of like the Victoria Beckham of the Spice Girls. Yeah. She's she kind really, of better than that. You know shit what? That's now. such a good like yeah. like comparison. Oh she, she really has moved on, yeah. Yeah. and I think she wants to just like like push herself aside from mm. not her, from the her hills thing. and Laguna Beach and everything like that because obviously she is a mom now. But I don't think she wants to bring her kids into it. Yeah. And now that the hills is back parenting is a massive aspect of the They've show. They've all got kids now. They've all got kids, but so far, like, you know, like, in the episode, like, we have, like, a lot of chat about parenting. Like, it is new beginnings, but they have brought up a lot of the same feuds, a lot of the same kind of, like, mm. like problems and dilemmas that were going on nine years ago. So it has, like, time has moved on, but it is quite the same dynamic, dynamic but just yeah. a lot of parenting chat and you can tell that they have gotten older but yeah. um so like Heidi and Spencer are back obviously and they have they a, had their own reality show as well didn't yeah. they yeah, yeah they've, kind of weird. They, they've they've always wanted to be famous and, and what I really like about them though is that they have embraced that narrative and so they have a podcast called Make Spidey Famous Again. So when <laughs> reality Spidey, Spidey, I know, but when name. when reality TV went down for like a few years kind of in 2014, 2015 for a while, um you know, they really wanted to get back on the bandwagon and so they proper just started this podcast about trying to get famous again and they would bring on guests and and talk about it and it was Spencer Pratt who really advocated for the hill to come back like he really wanted to be a part of that he used to call up the paparazzi and tell them where him and Heidi were going to be like they they played that's into that they really wanted to be famous but he admits that he does that so oh, I suppose he, that's a power thing he admits it so yeah. I don't I don't even think it's that embarrassing because oh, they talk about it all the time but they've got this little kid now Gunner who is so cute yeah, Gunner his, Rose, name's Gunner, his name Gunner is Gunner Rose. I don't isn't know that what, what you call an Arsenal fan 
Yeah, the Gunners. A Gunner. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's where my knowledge is, weirdly. Um, so they have a little Big boy. Sander, yeah. And I have to say, like, Heidi, just, she wanted to be a mother for, for most of the Hills, the original show as well. Like, she's always wanted to be a mother. And you can tell that she's just obsessed with her kid. And it's really nice to watch as well. Audrina Patridge, I think she's that's back. her. She's back. She has a kid now as well. She she's does. actually going through a divorce, though, at the moment. So, like, real Grown up. That's some it's, grown, it's up grown up shit. Grown yeah. up life shit yeah. going on. Whitney Port has a child. Whitney She's Port has a child. Parenting. Yeah. Brody, unfortunately, doesn't have a child, but like. He's married. He's Brody married. Brody Jenner. Brody yeah. Jenner is back. Oh, the him? pinnacle of yeah. the He hills. was the original babe. Like, he was yeah. the original babe. He looks exactly the same. Exactly. As and wait a second. Justin Bobby is back and. He was the one that had hot fire flames. Yeah. He looks kind of the same, to be honest yeah, with you, does. but like he looks very good. And in the first episode of the new beginnings, him and Audrina went on a date and I was just flung back 10 years into watching them. They were the very much like, are they on? Are they off? He didn't treat her very nicely. He then went around town and said that they weren't actually a couple I ever. I remember that. A lot yeah. of shots of him driving off on his motorbike. Yeah, and know? just her being left there. And like, I used to be seeing a guy that was kind of on and off again. So I used to like really relate to that situation. And in the first episode, they went on a date. And I'm sorry, I don't care that it's a reality TV show. They have amazing chemistry. They you can do. just yeah, yeah. They see make great it off TV. them. They Absolutely. make great TV. So it would be really interesting to see that. Um, and then you'll find this funny. A couple of randos are in it. So Brandon Lee is a new cast member and he is Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's son. Is he a big ride? Yeah, he's a very handsome young yeah. man. He's very young though. I think he's Why like... Why is he in it? That's so weird. He's about 20, I think, and he's friends. Fine, that's not he's weird, trying to put a bit of young zhuzh yeah. into the show. Like but he's yeah. very good friends with Brody Jenner, randomly. So Brand that's it, the relationship. Brody Jenner has the cut of someone that has only got friends 12 years younger than him. Yeah. He looks like someone that only hangs out with like... 19 year old. Yeah, well, his wife, wife is quite young. Is Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. His wife is Caitlyn Jenner. Dad. Yeah. yeah. Same name. They have the same, same name, name, yes. But she's Caitlyn, she's Caitlyn with a K, and of course. Caitlyn Jenner, his dad, is Caitlyn with a C. Yeah. Um, so Brody Jenner and his wife, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was so. I, I was confused. I was like, what do you mean you married his mom? I think it was yeah. bitchy that, like, Caitlyn Jenner Sr. picked Caitlyn as her name. I when think she picked it before they were together, though. They've been together a long time. Oh, really? But yeah. Caitlyn's been Caitlyn for years now. Five years. Yeah, for like five years. When Caitlyn became Caitlyn, though, Caitlyn and Brody were engaged. Oh, okay. So, sorry. Unless she the name picked since like day dot. Yeah. Maybe she always identified as Caitlyn behind closed doors. Maybe yeah. so. Do you know? Um, so yeah, that's a random. And Pamela Anderson did a bit of a cameo in the first I love Pam episode. Anderson. I think she's a queen. As she well. Queen. Yeah. It's so funny because when I saw him, my mind just went, what? Because the last time I saw him. Young fellas. On MTV Cribs. Yeah, when, when like, they had the little toy In the beach cars. house. Yeah. And yeah. Pamela was like bringing them around and they were. Babies. babies. So that's very but weird. That'll be an interesting crimps. dynamic. And I think that <sighs> he'll bring a little bit more of that young LA to mm -hmm. it. Cause like they all are in their thirties now. Do they have like a young gal for him to like? No. Or is he gonna um, end up on a date with Audrina as well? I'm not sure, maybe. Probably more than likely. You know what will happen? Audrina's like, like young friend will just like or make so a cameo appearance yeah. into the club and they'll yeah. accidentally bump shoulders and that's how it happens. Cause that surprised me how it all seems to happen in LA. Yeah. But one thing in I the loved, do, hopefully. Yeah. If the do is still around. If the do is still around. The one hills. thing I loved about it though is that they've brought back all the exact same cinematography to the, yeah. to the new it's episode. It's visually the same. It's visually identical now. You could kind of say it's dated because of how reality TV has moved charming. on. But it's quite charming. But it's they are doing two camera interviews, which they never did 
in the original yeah. one. And I think that's just the way reality TV has gone, like with the Kardashians yeah. and stuff, that kind of happens. There was never any of that narrative. One it was on one. it was just we were just in Lauren's apartment. And yeah. then the next thing we were in Audrina's workplace, you know? So it it is different, but I'm liking the cinematography. It looks there's like made in Chelsea vibes, like there's a lot of dramatic entrances. There's, there's a the lot same. of like champagne pours. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, legs out of the car, like the long, like elongated okay. legs out of the car. And there's loads of like shots of like surfers coming out the sea with like yeah. ripped bodies. Oh, and the same thing as the hills. It makes you yeah. want to live in LA. Like oh, that's, it just it makes it look ridiculously fabulous. It really yeah. does, yeah. And then, so aside from Brandon Lee, who's the new cast member, and apparently Stephanie Pratt, who's in Spencer's it. sister, yeah. Spencer's mm -hmm. sister has been giving him like a bit of a hard time. So maybe there's going to be a little bit of drama there. Um, but also Misha Barton. Yeah. A, why? A weird flex. Okay, so here's why. I met her once. Me did you? Did you? On Grafton Street. Oh, really? Oh, At a junket? Her dad's Irish. No, literally just walking up and down there. Because she's English, like. She she had yeah, a but she has, one of her parents is Irish, like she would have yeah. spent a lot of time here growing up. Absolutely. Like I know a few people on yeah. completely separate occasions that have like bumped into her in town. Um, so she, well like, right, Barton, so if we, go, if we go all the way back, she was the original OG OC girl, <laughs> as in she was Marissa in, that was a mouthful, yeah. she was Marissa in Orange County, the OC, yeah. um, and that's what Laguna Beach, which was, was the original, off. was based yeah. off. So it's kind of a weird full circle moment. But Misha Barton, like, she hasn't been, like, she's a movie star, yeah. but she hasn't been in movies in, in, in a while. She's had some really bad issues with men. Mm -hmm. and she moved away from LA and she had, like, you know, she spoke about it openly. So I think her coming back and becoming now a reality TV actress is very much her trying to reintegrate into this scene and maybe try and reignite her career yeah. a little bit more than just being tabloid fodder, which she was or after the OC. Or that girl who was in the OC. Or that girl years. who has that collection that, of bags that was in the Kilkenny store. Oh, do you remember, do remember that? that? No. She had like with this weird like Celtic design or like flower design yeah, bags and purses. I don't know, yeah. it, it definitely died. But I remember at the time being like, oh, I want I need one. one of those. But also... She was dragged in the media. I always felt bad yeah. for her, to be honest with you. Like, she was... She became really famous around the time that the paparazzi were shit. We're, like, yeah. following and, people. And we're, yeah. like, you know, driving Britney Spears to, you know, break down. Sledgehammer yeah. cars and, and Like, stuff, all this yeah. kind of stuff. And she really got a bad go of it she in the press. She had a terrible eating disorder, I think, as well. Yeah. And that was really showcased in the press. That people like, were, like, zoom, her zooming into her collarbones. A lot and it was of like videos and yeah. pictures of her in, like, tiny triangle yeah. bikinis yeah. looking quite, like... But then like she gained weight because obviously she was in recovery and from then, an eating course, disorder. And was like, and then it was like, spot. exactly. Yeah. Like, so she went through a lot. And win. in the first episode, she is kind of opening up about that. And mm -hmm. she is talking about it. She talks about Perez Hilton just being an absolute nightmare to her back in the day. And like, Heidi and Spencer are good friends with him now. And, and they were like, has he apologized to you? And she was like, no, he hasn't apologized. And they were like, we're going to get him to apologize because now Perez so Hilton he'll make a cameo. is apologetic about what he used to do 10 yeah. years ago. And he's very much about like, mindfulness and, and being peaceful now and stuff so that'll be interesting but yeah like a definitely a weird flex but kind of works for me to be honest yeah, supposedly back in the day she, like she used to mingle with a lot of the the hills mm. stars and back in the day she used to approach the producers to ask to be on the show and they were like no so she's she's oh, making she what her, she asked for she's making her cameo now mm. do you think people care about what's going on in the lives of these people now anymore I think Becca they, be honest no, but I think they will like like every show when a show comes people back will watch and it. people get invested yeah. they'll start to follow all the cast again yeah. they'll start to get invested in everything they do and that's kind of how it 
gains legs again. You know, like any show, like when we were saying Love Island, when Love Island starts, everyone follows them on and all of a sudden you become invested in these people that were once nobodies. Yeah. So I think as the show progresses now over the weeks, people will get involved again in their lives. It wouldn't shock me to learn that it's a total flop. Well, really? Yeah. Well, I And that's not me because I didn't watch The Hills. I know The Hills was a huge thing. Massive. But I think sometimes you have to let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, no, completely. I do agree with that too. For me, I feel like with Lauren Conrad and Kristen Cavallari, who came in as like the new Lauren after Lauren left, she's not in it either. They were both the anchors mm -hmm. of the show. You know, they were the people who not necessarily were different from everybody else. Well, Lauren always was. She was a the main bit. character. She, but she was also like, you know, producers saw something in her when she was 17 as like, this girl is going to be a star and we want this whole show to be based around her. Like That rarely happens. Very rare. Do you know? Yeah. So like they saw her, Kristen Cavallari at the same age, same was pegged thing. as the villain, which wasn't a fair thing to do to a kid. But at the same time, like, you know, they, they plucked them out of it. Now, you know, who is going to be that star prize in the hills? Because everybody who's the who's in it now, we're all secondary cast members. Like Frankie is in the opening credits. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember yeah. him? Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. He's just Brody's mate. Like. I think what they're doing now though it's is they're just tough. taking like notable names and hopefully just concocting a show oh, yeah, that we'll people stick will watch. Pam Anderson's son yeah. in there, will we? Off them yeah. instead of like trying to be like, here's a brand new fresh cast True, of faces yeah. you don't know. You're going to love this girl. And you're going to hate this girl. That yeah. might have almost been better. Yeah. If they had done, like, The Hills, but with completely new... No, because do you remember when they brought back Saved by the Bell? Like, I liked the that. The second one? Like, college years? No, no, not the college years. They, they when did they, it The again. new class, Saved by the Bell, the new oh, class. Oh, I never saw that, no. And it was, like, the new Zach and the new Slater and the new Jesse, and they were all just, like, carbon copies of them, but, like... I Less never watched fun. any Saved by the Bell. Like I it was before your time, I think. Zach no. Morris, yeah. No. King, the absolute. I king. was like obsessed. Like when I used to watch, like what channel was it on? Like Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon? Yeah, like I used to watch like Fairly Odd Parents. And, I liked Fairly yeah. Odd Parents too. I used that's to watch why. Saved by the Bell when I got in from school, and then I would watch it three hours later when it was on again. Like the that's same how episode. the same episode. When I used to come home from school, the same I went sister, straight. Sister. Like I actually used to watch The Hills when I came home from school. I used to always eat cereal when I came home from school before my homework. Watch The Hills. That was my like. Yeah. I was obsessed. Oh my God, Jason Waller is back as well. Yes. Jason was like, that. Jason was the guy who Lauren didn't go to Paris for. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. this big thing. I know Jason, that storyline. Yeah, yeah, Jason yeah. is married now. I think he has a baby as well. I think he does, yeah. So do you I think the babies are going to make the show less crack? I mean, like, you could say that about life. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the tweets about episode <laughs> Sorry, one. Sorry, all of my mates about babies. A lot of the tweets about episode like. one were a bit like, okay, enough is about this the a parenting, parenting thing. But I do think when people have kids, like, all they like to talk about is their fucking kids. But I Understandable. I, but I hope I'm, that they show it real. I hope that, like, when they're in the glamorous clubs and when they've got their dresses on and stuff like that. they go to clubs I, But anymore. I hope, well, they're going to have to because of the show. They're going to have to socialize. Yeah, they went but to, I hope that they're like, homecoming. oh, shit, the sitter just called or my kid just had a shit explosion up his back. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they're going to do parenting, do, I don't know, do, do I parenting, that? honestly. I want them to, like, fecking cheat and, like, get <laughs> fecked up and, like, yeah. fall, stumble out the so do I don't I. want them to be like, sorry, I know my it's baby just nine, shit but my baby just shits on going home. Who's going to watch that? <laughs> I mean, like... Oh, their mothers. Mothers. Me being like, that's relatable now, yeah. I do that sometimes when I'm camping at Body and Soul. Shit yourself. <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit up your back. Shit happens. 
Shit happens. But I don't, I don't care. Imagine? I don't care about bottle feeding. I don't want them to be sit, sitting drinking martinis and then saying, is this bad for my breast milk? I don't care about that. Which it no is. No offence. Yeah, but I don't, I, that's not, pump that and dump. Me. But the thing is, is that if kids are so, are going to be such a big part of it, like, then they should have it as a part of it. And then it should be like, I can't hang out tonight because I've got my kid. You know what I mean? Like, be realistic about it. I get, but like, say that full stop, next text, drinks tomorrow night. Like, I don't want it to be all about children. Yeah. And people are complaining about it being quite kid intense episode one so mm. we'll see so it's their thing now it is their thing but like new beginnings well, yeah, yeah. new beginnings with like new babies yeah ba I can see if this like series takes off I can see the kids like doing peace to cameras and like a la going, the Kardashians yeah. when Gunner is like four Gunner, to camera with like, that name. on the Kardashians Mason does peace to cameras now like he like chats to the camera being like so this is what's going on stop does he yeah yes it's so mad that he grew up in that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to step slightly away from TV royalty and talk about regular royalty. Now I'm back. Oh, these transitions. <laughs> Hello, I'm Rebecca. Hello. Yeah. I'm Rebecca Keefe. It's nice to be here. Yes. So we'll include Rebecca a little bit more in this because this is your bag. So I held my own there, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, you did. You you did. did. For somebody who doesn't watch The Hills, which, by the way, can I just say, I do think it's a travesty. And I think, I know you don't like reality TV, but if I got you the box set of The Hills, would you watch them? What do you want? Like a box set? Like a DVD? What do I do with a DVD? I think that's the only way I can purchase them probably. these days. Yeah, yeah, I probably would. If I can find you a link to stream. Digital. Digital. If yeah, I, can I find probably you a link. would watch it. Just I think it would be far more my bag now than Love Island. Yeah. Yeah, well... But I've never it. watched Made in Chelsea either, which I really don't understand because that's my scene. Yeah. yeah. Made Chelsea is great. Made Chelsea is amazing. Look at. Anyway, it really is. Um, okay, so we covered a piece on site there last week, and you wrote about it, Rebecca. So the headline reads: Irish teacher Lucy Lanigan O'Keefe is engaged to Prince William's best friend Thomas Van Strabenzi. 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 It's probably it sounds like a fancy strawberry. Like, I think we're pronouncing it very Irish. It's probably like. Thomas Van It's probably, there's a German thing to it there. Anyway. Strabensee. Tom. Strabensee. Strabensee. You sound like someone who churns butter. No, she sounds like a caterpillar from A Bug's Life. Oh my God, yes. I wonder if just he raised his voice when he says his name, like he's getting a poker up the arse. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Anyway, yes. Yeah, they're getting married. And she's no relation to me, which is a crying shame. Okay, so yeah, Thomas Van Strabenzi. So the future King's BFF proposed to his girlfriend, and she is a Kilkenny native. She's a teacher at Thomas's Battersea, where Prince George currently attends school, and where Princess Charlotte is expected to start later this year as well. So, interesting one. Like, obviously, it did really well on site. Royals always do really well on yeah. site. Like there's there's nothing there's we, no we, we just absolutely no. can't deny that. But what I think is really interesting is that this is like pretty much every shitty Netflix movie that Vanessa Hutchins has been in. So like yeah. you know, regular girl makes good, marries into royalty. But I mean I suppose I want to talk about whether or not that would be something that you would ever genuinely want. Is that a silly question for Rebecca? Would you would marry do. into royalty? I don't royalty? think they would let me in. She's going to the Ascot now next year to find a Duke, was it? No. Any of them. I don't Any know. of them. So absolutely, Earl. absolutely an Earl. Absolutely Rebecca would do it. When I read the headline, I was like, oh my God, Kilkenny girl, does she teach somewhere that I'd know? Blah, blah. And then I was like, she teaches in Thomas Battersea. Of course she's going to mingle avec la royale. Yeah, but how, yeah. how loose that you like teach the little prince and all of a sudden then Prince William and Kate set you up with... I feel like William and Kate are seriously invested in this little in their, like, niche, friends group. rich school. Yeah. So I and like you know, is it her name Lucy? 
Yeah. Lucy is fabulous looking. Lanigan so, O'Keefe. Yeah, Lanigan O'Keefe. So I, it's a mouthful. So I can imagine Kate and her, like, you know, you're single. Like, I'd say they've had chats. They've yeah. had tea. They've had, like, you know, girly interactions. And all of a sudden, she's going to be I have the perfect man for practically you. Practically I just can't imagine Kate being like that. I'm sorry. And I know that you're a fan of the Royals and stuff, but I just don't no, see I would, Kate as being... I would say it was a conversation, Kate and William sitting up in bed one night, and it was like, do you know what? Thomas is a bit single and a bit bored mm. and a bit lonely and Lucy's a lovely gal so let's set that up. I yeah. don't even I don't think that Kate would would do that. She seems like she's so proper and she's been brought up in such a certain way. She was always brought up to marry into royalty and I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that her parents placed her in the schools that she knew the royals were going to be in because they yeah. wanted her to to marry into royalty and at no shade. Imagine your mum having that much faith in you that you could lock that, that shit down. Yeah, oh, well, she I, did. And even when, when William broke up with her for a while, you know, it was all about patience and, and he'll come back and he did. So I just don't see her as being the kind of gal pal who would set anybody up because I do genuinely think that that's not her style. I think we think Kate's a lot more rigid than she I is. I would agree. That's how we're that's made how, That's how we're, we see her. Like, she is going to be the queen. Like, you know, so like, what we see is a lot of like, her waving, her being serious, her at public events. Yeah. But like when she was in college, she was a bit she was wild. Living life. When her and William broke up, her and her mom went on like a post breakup trip to Ireland. You know, like she's done a lot of stuff that is very relatable and very normal. And I'd say like within her own cliques, mm. she's she's quite chill and she's she's a lot of fun. I would definitely maybe it is it. maybe it is about the way that you know the media she's perceived. Yeah. You know, talk about her. Yeah, absolutely. Because now we have to see her as prim and proper. Because if we didn't, it would be catastrophe for the royal family yeah. she's going to be the queen like yeah I do always think as well though that you know this girl who's marrying in uh, now this guy isn't royal but he is like a he's a Jew he's landed he's, he's landed royal. gentry like yeah, yeah. They go, he goes way back he's got some good he's frontage he's not poor He's got he some frontage on him, yeah. Um, but I do think that that's like, she she grew up in Kilkenny or whatever and I don't know much about her own kind of life and upbringing. Her brother's an Irish Olympian. Oh my God, Arthur. Arthur. Arthur Lanigan O'Keefe. He does the discus. Yes. Mm. Um, he's a great athlete. Yeah, that's I, her brother. I, I literally recognize the last name. And his parents like, are barristers, aren't they? So like, The dad is, I don't her know. Her dad is yeah. a barrister. So like, you know, there's money she's there. Not she's not shit stock, like, no, in she's fairness. Not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And she also got into Thomas Battersea as a teacher. So she's she's teaching royals. So obviously she's like yeah. top for game. Yeah. And he's actually Princess Charlotte's godfather, which is lovely. Oh, that's nice. So there, there's like, there, the... The kids will all be involved in the wedding and yeah. there's rumour that William's going to be the usher, which is like the best man. But what I kind of was getting at a little bit more is the fact that like as Irish people, we're not brought up in a way that depicts any kind of royalty. We don't have a royal family, so it's not something that we are accustomed sure the, to. Amy Huberman and Brian O'Driscoll would disagree. They with would disagree, there, absolutely. <laughs> um, but that's why I think we kind of look at the royal setup. It's as, kind of bizarre. It's being yeah. very bizarre to us. Like just the way that you, you can't touch the Queen's hand and the way that you have to... Like, I genuinely Unless feel you're Donald that Trump. if I was in a situation with any of the royals that I would like 100% curse or do something wrong or something like that. And that's not me being like, oh, I'm scrappy. I just think that we are... It's just our nature. It's yeah. just our nature. So I find it interesting to think about that and imagine, just imagine that you bumped imagine. into somebody no, but and you fell in love and then yeah, you were going to... Being introduced to them. Yeah. Being like, how are you fixed? Yeah. I'd say though she's <laughs> been tricks, like, like going like teaching in Thomas Battersea and obviously her growing up, I'd say she has been kind of accustomed to like being quite a lady from like a younger age, mm. I would imagine. So I'd say it wasn't like my childhood where I was like, you know, fecking wearing hand me down clothes and like out picking carrots in a field. Like I'd say she definitely had 
Who picks carrots? What did you? Oh my god, yeah, at my nana's house. I used to pick carrots in my field. She has a little farm. That's nice. Not my own house. That's I lived nice. in an estate all my life, that's but awesome. that's that's when I used to be wholesome, like country girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say she's had quite a like a good like. Rearing. Rearing, yeah. And also then going over to London, working in Thomas Battersea, she's definitely in a, an elite In an clique, environment. I would say in oh, an yeah. environment which makes her quite cosmopolitan. So I'd say, yeah, I'd say... Also, she's been, a primary school teacher, so you know she's got this, like, gentle, lovely soul. Aura, yeah. And know? lads, Kate and William aren't going to set up a, a teacher with... with so, some rowdy Irish fiend, yeah, Like, she's yeah. definitely not that, No, you know? she's definitely not. Like, she's they definitely West have British, her well, like, yeah. you know, checked um, out. So, like... Coming back to kind of, you know, marrying into an environment that, say, we may not have been familiar with. Familiar with. So, like, whatever about, like, we all say, like, oh, marrying a prince or, or marrying someone like that, like, it'd be gas cracking everything. Like, really, really think about it mm. and think about what you would be giving up and think about whether or not that would be a lifestyle for you and, and how would you envision that? Do you know what's interesting, though? I think it's very specific to the Brits that they're, like... I mean, if you married into the Norwegian royal family or the Swedish royal family or the Spanish royal family, you would still maintain a level of of personal autonomy and privacy. Right. It's because the like the British royal family are just on this like other level. Mm. They're seen as like the global royal family. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. they are. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, there are countless other royal families that we don't hear of. I know. And they're all still. They have the same delicious quality of life yeah and it's so funny because like, <laughs> obviously we, we're gonna mention Megan because she was completely plucked you know what I mean like she mm. was on this straight to VHS movie about six years ago and now she was in Suits and she, now, was, no, 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 show. she was in Suits but I'm talking about a really shit movie that she did um, a few years back so Suits was a new phenomenon she was a successful working actor but a working actor nonetheless and now she is a royal the Duchess of Sussex yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly and so what I always think is just I just don't know how Somebody can do that because, like, it's not just giving up your career. It's giving up your every, life. every your life. part it's giving of your up life. where you yeah. live, especially, like, because she lived in, in the States. It's giving up where you live and it's giving up, you know, your family at home, giving up your dogs. It's giving up your phone number. Like, literally, yeah. Yeah. Phone I, always, up your Instagram, I always think your blog, about, everything. Um, like, the day of the royal wedding and Megan's mom was crying and I was like, she, this woman is crying because she's handing her daughter over to a new family. And to be honest yeah. with you, the charity work that they do is absolutely phenomenal. And I think that her and Harry are actually going to do really, really great things um, because they're very relatable mm. and like people really, really like them and feel them. But like, on the other hand, if we're being really fucking honest, like, do you want to do charity work every single day of your life? Now, see, I would not like that, but... Like, like realistically, that's what she has to do, do for the rest of her life. Tons of charity work, anyway. even when she had the blog, the Tig. Like that was what she lived for. Yeah, she so had a passion. She for has it. that. She yeah. is that kind of wholesome girl that you would expect. You know, would kind of despise doing all this royal charity work, but. This is actually something I think she's that she's really about. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I just realised that made me sound awful about doing charity work every day. No, it, but it doesn't at all. It to be honest all. with you, it's, it's more it's about... a full-time job But it's about now. being realistic about, like, maybe it's because I've always had to work for my own money, so I literally just don't have the time to yeah, do charity yeah. work every no, single day. And, and if you're taken away and put into that, I would probably be a little bit wayward about the whole thing and think, like, is this actually my only job yeah. now? Yeah. Although I suppose they are making a true difference, which is they are always the And now their, their job is charity work. And, like, I know, like, what you're saying, you know, if you're someone who kind of is, like, like, you might find, like, charity... Like, does she want to watch the hills? charity work you know I mean? a lot. I always wonder about that. I'm yeah. always, like, do, like... 
Kate and William like flick Netflix on. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. At we, night time and like watch Grace and Frankie together. Like we're very honest about the fact that, you know, we talk about the, the good things that we do and we also talk about the times when we're like just a bit fucking normal and, yeah. and like, you know, have holes in our t-shirts yeah. and stuff like this. Like that, this is what we do. We are yeah. regular human beings. And like that would be the thing that I would struggle with. The fact that you can't be anything but perfect. Yeah. from now on. I she think, has a button missing or something like that. Like my whole bra was out last week. Do you no, know what completely. I mean? And I didn't even notice. I think she's definitely loving the like working aspect of it. Mm. I think she definitely loves that. She likes, But yeah. I do think that the whole like appearance aspect definitely hurts her because before Megan was, you know, Megan. Megan. She was comfy. She was, loved she was a yogi. She, she loved yoga wore, pants. Yeah, and yoga pants and like loose fitting t-shirts and like Nike runners and she was very chill. And then we got to see her post um, baby shower mm. and she was leaving the Mark Hotel in New York in sweatpants and like runners and a baseball cap. Too right. Too right. And she got dogs like oh my god like the royal family is going to slam this and what will the queen say seeing her in yoga pants and I was thinking this is definitely fucking killing her because yeah. she's thinking this I okay, number one I'm literally fit to pop because mm. I'm so preg yeah. heavily pregnant I spent and the number, night with my best friends in my own home mm. yeah, country like yeah so off. you know like back off and leave me wear what I want but I know that that aspect of her constantly in pencil skirts and heels and these little cardigans is That's, definitely yeah. a drag. It's restricting. You know, it I is just wonder if like, and what you said earlier about like the other royal families being a lot more chilled almost as well. Like they... They, they just don't get the media attention. Like yeah. the, the king and queen of Norway were in Ireland two weeks ago and I don't think anybody really knew. Yeah. But so what I wonder is that like when the royal family in its current state in Britain moves on, so when like the next Gen. level, which is going to be William and Kate and I actually think they're yeah, going to... Charles and Camilla. Oh, sorry, next. Charles and Camilla, Jesus. But they're going to stick with <laughs> traditions, right? Obviously. But I wonder if, you know, say 10, 15 years down down the road, you know, they do actually kind of like open it up and maybe yeah. screenshot themselves watching the hills or something like I that. I kind of hope they don't do that shit. But like, I, I just don't understand because that's what I think is is why the media is so like this on them and so like, give us all your information because they have this ridiculous front of being perfect. I know, but the monarch that monarchy needs that front. Yes. Why? Because I don't think we need because to if they're them. watching Netflix and all this shit, like what makes them any different from you or I? Nothing. They're spending our taxpayers' money, not, not ours. ours. Well, actually, Prince Charlotte alone is worth one point five billion pounds to the British economy, and she's just one person. So yeah. actually, they're worth their weight in fucking gold. I think leave them as they're. I don't. I, just I, don't, think... I don't like the royals the way you like the royals. I yeah. just not that I don't like them. I just don't understand it. I yeah. don't understand it because they're a huge, huge, huge source of income for the British Yeah, they're a massive entity. Massive. I get like, that. Politically, I don't understand it either. Do you know? I think our fa either. fascination would be a lot less if we had the same access to them as we do our favourite soap stars or our favourite yeah. reality TV yeah. stars. It's I because they're this, like, you know, you grow up watching Disney movies and, and they're mm. the, like, real-life emulation of the, the, the princesses and princes you watched when you were a kid. And I think that's what we love yeah. about them. I and suppose it's, it's a bit of a hangover from Diana as well. Yeah, like, what happened to that poor woman? Like, yeah. literally... Her life was ruined by the fact that she fell in love with the royals. And you know, ended exactly because of that. And so I think that that she didn't fall in love with him. Well, it was arranged, yeah. and I think she did love him at, at certain little. at certain points. Maybe loved the idea of him a little bit. Yeah, but like either way, her life was completely he never destroyed. Loved her, though. Like, no. it, and that's the thing. That's what I find. So, like, I obviously you never hoped that that would happen again to anybody else. But yeah, it's a weird. I think Harry and William are very protective of Kate and Meghan in that front. Yeah, yeah, you know because they saw what happened. I mean, even like, I know it seems like such a minor thing, but the amount of time Kate and William and the kids spend with the Middletons yeah. is, is unheard of yeah. Yeah. before Completely. that. 
Yeah. Like families were just like, oh, you you are no longer a Middleton. You are yeah. a Windsor. Whereas the fact that they're like spending Christmases with mm. Carol Middleton is literally unprecedented. Yeah. yeah. So and it's also, little things like that. They go on like country trips with their friends yeah. and they're seen like jumping in puddles with the kids and yeah. Kate's there sitting on a hill while like the children run rogue. You know, and all these kind mm. of things, they, they like family is such a massive aspect for them and they do take so much time out to just spend time with their family. Yeah. And like obviously like when we watch the Royals, it's kind of like Cluedo, you know, we try so hard to, to read it, to read yeah. it into like, what are they doing? Mm. What is this? And that's kind of the attraction too, because we have such a large access to fecking everything nowadays. Yeah, true that. It's Whereas good to we keep the royals on, on a bit a of a pedestal. pedestal. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think so. Well, congratulations to Lucy Lanigan O'Keefe. You're doing better than Looking us. Looking forward yeah. to a wedding invite. <clears throat> yeah. Let's, let's get into those circles a little yeah. bit why more. Do you, what, what do you think I've been trying to do? Yeah, I mean, I went, going to the I went to the polo. I'm like, like, no, I don't know. I'm close. To the okay. Okay. But it's definitely a reason to go. To go. Yeah. Um, let's, I've been practicing McCurtsy. Let's infiltrate and let's see from the inside out then. So let's all set ourselves a challenge to become royals in the next 365 days from this moment. Not even become royal, but I think, well... Jade on our team met um, Eugenie's husband recently, Jack Brooksman. Ah, That's as close she's as we've gotten. also seen Meghan and Harry in the flesh. Yeah. Mm. And another girl on the team, Melissa's brother-in-law, went to St. Andrews with Harry, or with William and Kate, so like would have known them in college. Nice. So we've got a few little uh, levels of yeah. uh, separation. So we just need to infiltrate them. I wrote okay. to Meghan. Williams, if you're listening. Oh, the, yeah, she's You're close. our in, hon. You're yeah. our in. She I is also, the closest thing we have. I also wrote to like a 19-year-old boy on Instagram. Arthur Shadow, yeah. Arthur Shadow, she yeah. She slid into Arthur Shadow's DMs. I made her do it to be there. <laughs> I actually And didn't. then I slid into Lewis Capaldi's. Worryingly, I didn't even slide into the DMs. I commented underneath it. his photo for the world to see. And Lewis Capaldi him. used to respond to my comments when I was a fan of his a couple of years ago. Now he doesn't anymore. I am. Um, Denise. He's too big. Denise went, um, wrote him a message on my Instagram asking him on a date. <laughs> It hasn't been seen yet, but we're still hopeful. Yeah. As for Arthur Chateau, how many followers is he? Not enough to be Not ignoring enough to be ignoring me. you, no. Yeah. Denise. I think He's I'm like gonna... Princess Anne's god grandson. Like the perfect in for me. Yeah, because isn't titled, but is like all the perks. And also yeah, like, has a huge Could definitely buy me like Balenciaga triple S trainers, which is what I need in my life. They're 700 euro and he needs to purchase them for me. Although, can you imagine rocking up to meet the queen with your triple S trainers? But I'm going to bring in a new vibe. I'm going to be, I'm going to be like Amelia Windsor. I'm I'm going to be her. She is my style inspiration. So yeah, her last name's Windsor. Yeah, I think so. Isn't Amelia Windsor is yeah. one of the oh, royals. Yeah, amazing. Um, well, good luck with that. Thank you. So um, much. I'll have them on Girls with Goals once we're an item. Yeah, that'd be fun. Just bring us to the palace. Like that'll be enough. Yeah, fair. you know, we'll do an OB from there. Okay, cool. I yeah. would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're we've run out of time. Uh, we've been talking for a very long time, so we're gonna have to wrap it up. But thank you so much. Um, please do go. <laughs> I have been Neve Mark. Yeah. It's so coming. this has been Denise. This has been Rebecca. I've been Neve. Please <laughs> like and subscribe. You can catch us on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud as well as YouTube. And if there's anything that you would like for us to talk about on Girls with Goals, please email me neve.mar at her.ie. Go and listen to Denise's show as well. Please. I've got a text. Uh, it's coming to you Monday, Wednesday and Friday for the next four weeks as well. So we'll chat to you next week.